0: This is Dave LaGreca of Busted Open, and I know two extremely passionate fans about AEW, Paul Zartman and Tanner Lee. That's right, Paul and Tanner. I love what they bring to the table on the Kicking Out podcast. That's right, the Kicking Out podcast with Tanner Lee and Paul Zartman. Are you listening to me? If you want the latest on AEW and you're an AEW fan, And you want to get the scoop, you listen to Paul and Tanner right now on all podcast forums. I'm talking, you go to the podcast store, you lay down your money, and you buy the Kicking Out podcast. You do it now. If you love AEW, you'll love Tanner and Paul.
1: It is Wednesday night, November 3rd, 2021, and you're listening to another brand new episode of the Kicking Out Podcast. I'm Tanner Lee, along with my co-host, Paul Zartman. Paul, the road to full gear is almost to its end. What a fun episode of Dynamite tonight from Kansas City, Missouri.
0: Yeah, it's been an absolutely uh, interesting road to Dynamite uh, or to uh, full gear, uh, especially this week. There's been a lot of changes, and we'll get into that coming up here in a little bit.
1: Yes, a uh, lot to go over from tonight's episode of Dynamite, but it's in the headline of our episode. It's kind of been one of the headlines of the wrestling world today, and really the past almost 24 hours. And that's the news that Tony Khan uh, broke last night. I, I didn't see it till early this morning.
0: I, I guess didn't see it, was it till last you sent to me.
1: That. Uh, AEW star John Moxley is checking himself into alcohol uh, rehab. And uh, here I'm going to quote directly from Tony Khan once I can bring up these tweets. Uh, this is 22 hours ago. He says, John Moxley has allowed me to share with you that he is entering an inpatient alcohol treatment program. John is a beloved member of the AEW family. We all stand with him and Renee and all of his family and friends as he shifts his focus to recovery. And Tony would go on to say, John is making a very brave choice to get help, and we're embracing his choice and supporting him however we can. I'm proud to call John a friend, and like many of you, I'm also a fan of Mox and look forward to a time in the future when he's eventually ready to return to the ring. Until then, thank you for supporting John and respecting his privacy at this time. Tony goes on to say, if you or a loved one need help, please reach out to S A M H S A -A 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 Z. Um, National helpline in that number is 1-800-662-HELP, which is 4357.
0: Yes. Uh, lots of uh, news here lately. Um, of course, this is most likely something to do with his mental health. Um, and uh, he chose to kind of self-treat that mental health with alcohol. Uh, I'm glad that he has decided that it is time to recover now and uh, get things going.
1: Yeah, I think, um, I mean, we, we were kind of talking about this before we hit the record button tonight. Um, I think everybody who follows professional wrestling has followed the career of John Moxley knows he likes to drink a little alcohol. He likes to party a little bit, but I don't think any of us actually thought he had a problem. But that's the thing most times. When um, it involves addicts, we don't know they have a problem. Um, but John's strong enough to realize he has a problem. He needs to get help. And I think the addition of Nora, his daughter, he realizes now's the time to go get help.
0: Yeah, and um, not quite as big a news, but uh, the Blade came out uh, earlier this week. Yesterday, I think it might have been. Talking about his mental health struggles. Yes. And that's kind of why he's not been on TV here recently.
1: Yeah. Some uh, anxiety and depression he's, he's suffering from. Um, I, I got John Moxley's new book yesterday. I had pre-ordered it a while back. Was surprised it actually came out. I knew the book was releasing yesterday, but I was still kind of surprised I got it yesterday. Um, and I got it right here for everybody watching. It's uh, Mox, titled Mox. Um and it's interesting now, knowing this news, that in the prologue to this book, he's kind of describing himself, and one of the characteristics he uses is borderline alcoholic, which last night, before I knew this news, when I read that, I kind, of, kind of raised my eyebrows, I like, hmm, that's interesting that he'd bring that up, and then when this news broke, I'm like, wow, that really... Kind of connects the dots there a little bit But I'm not very far into the book But uh, I uh, recommend Everybody going to get it I've really enjoyed what I've read so far And can't wait wait to dive deeper into this book And, and give it a good read um, And uh, one thing I want to mention About this why we're talking about Mox Is he was on today's Episode of Talk is Jericho Which of course was recorded I don't know a couple weeks ago And uh, he wrote this book Pretty much on notes on uh, his wife Renee's MacBook, which he says he doesn't know how to use besides notes. It was pretty funny hearing him talk about trying to use the computer. And he pretty much just wrote this down. It's he says probably has the least amount of editing a book ever has. And he even when he was talking about the book, he knows there's a few grammatical mistakes in the book, but he decided to keep it that way on the first run, kind of as a collector's edition. And then it'll get cleaned up on the second run. So uh it's straight from Moxley's brain and heart. And uh I know you and I were missing them on TV tonight. I know all the AEW fans were missing them. CM Punk, which we'll get into his promo later on, cut a heartfelt promo about Mox. That was awesome. Um, but to 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 admit he needs help. I mean, that takes guts, that takes balls, that takes bravery, courage, however you wanna Uh, Categorize it as But also in this time of his career I mean his book just comes out He's in a run which I think he would have beat Orange Cassidy tonight To face Brian Danielson Who he calls the greatest wrestler of all time At full gear Honestly I was going to predict him to win that match Because I think we were going to get a mox Full heel turn I think that's where this story was going now whenever he returns eventually, I don't think you can have him as a heel. I think you have to have him babyface because the crowd's going to want to cheer him on unless you swerve and just have him go heel against the crowd. Um, but either way, it'll be great to see him once he comes back and gets the help he needs. Um, hope he takes as long time as he needs.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, Don't rush it. Um, take the time you need, whether it's a month whether it's 3 months whether it's 6 months take all the time you need.
1: Yep. Yep, and I I don't have much more to say on that. Just thoughts and prayers with uh John, Renee, Nora, all their close uh, family and friends and hope uh hope he gets better soon.
0: Absolutely. I agree 100% with you on that. All right. Well, uh with that being said, let's dive into Dynamite.
1: Let's do it. Lots to cover.
0: Yes, sir. Uh kicks off with uh, JR saying it's Wednesday night. You know what that means. He welcomes everybody to the great state of Missouri.
1: Prayer, thoughts and prayers of JR as well.
0: I'm um, going yes, through a battle with yes. skin
1: cancer. So.
0: Yes. Um, Tony Schiavone and Excalibur tell the viewers that everyone at AEW supports John Moxley. That was, even though it wasn't the theme tonight, that was the theme tonight that, you know, we support you Mox no matter yes, what. Yes,
1: I should point out to all the viewers here. I got Got my mock shirt on. Can't see it real well in the in the webcam, but
0: uh, got almost, my one
1: and only mock shirt
0: on. So almost wore the same shirt, but I figured <laughs> you should. So I was you like, you know, "Ah, man, you know, can't do it." <laughs> we uh, start off with uh, Kenny Omega coming down to the ring. Now I didn't realize who he was facing, so I was like, "Okay, this is going to be a squash match. Whoever's in the ring's gonna, you know, two minutes, we're done." And then I realized it was Five from Dark Order. Yes. Allen Angels and uh, the bell rings. Allen Angels heads right at Kenny Omega with a shotgun drop kick. Omega comes right back with a kick to the midsection. Omega punches Angels with a series of vicious strikes. Angels hits Omega with a leg lariat. Omega rakes the eyes of Angels. Omega hits Angels with a Katoro crusher. Lots of back and forth action. Um, Omega goes for a pin attempt. Angels kicks out at two. Omega goes for the V-trigger. However, Angels moves out of the way. Angels counters and takes Omega to the outside. Angels hits Omega with the Tope Suicida. That's probably my favorite wrestling move to say just because it's, I don't know. I just like Tope tope Suicida.
1: Yes, it's a a fun one for sure. Uh,
0: Towards the end of the match, uh, Omega brings everything he has at Angels and hits Angels with two more V-triggers. Uh, after he did hit one on him once uh, they got everything back into the ring. Um, Omega then pins Angels for the win. Omega says that Angels embarrassed him from their last match. Omega tells uh, Nakazawa to get him a chair. Omega is going for the one-winged Angel on Angels. However, Hangman Page's music goes off, and he makes the save. Page goes to hit the buckshot lariat. Omega ducks and leaves the ring page tells Omega he forgot his title and he better grab it and hold on to it tight. Cause he's only got 10 more days.
1: Yeah. Um, fun opener. Um, these two have a history, uh, last year, uh, Kenny was against Allen angels and what everybody presumed was going to be a squash match. And it wasn't, it was actually a pretty long match and the IWC went nuts because it wasn't a squash match and they kind of made Allen angels. And, um, yeah, I, I, I like these two in the ring. They have a lot of chemistry. Um, it was a fun opener. I mean, the result was never in doubt, but it was still fun. I like the, liked the angle after the match. Um, Heyman gets a huge pop, almost hits the buckshot lariat, which is one of my favorite, if not my favorite, finishing move in all of professional wrestling. And uh, I liked his little uh, hold on to that belt tight because you, you got 10 days. But it's interesting because so far in this buildup, We've seen Hangman get the better of Kenny almost every week.
0: I know, in some form or another.
1: So in Indianapolis next week on the go home dynamite going into full gear, we gotta get Kenny getting the better of him, or is Hangman gonna get the better of him yet again? And then if, if, if history repeats itself, then Kenny retains at full gear.
0: Yeah, I think uh I think Kenny will do something and get the one up on Omega. Or on yeah. uh hangman.
1: Yeah, I I don't want to spoil I mean we're gonna do our predictions next Thursday as we're recording next Thursday next week, not Wednesday, because we're go- both being attendants live in Indianapolis for Dynamite next week. Can't wait for that, but um yeah, I, I don't want to spoil any of my predictions. So <laughs> okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave it at that. I'm gonna shut up.
0: I, I'm gonna give you a spoiler. You've got ten days left too.
1: Ha, <laughs> you're funny.
0: <laughs> no
1: you're funny, I'm being honest
0: here. You're 10 funny. days it comes home,
1: it is not going anywhere until at least 2022.
0: Uh-huh. Okay, at least we'll see. maybe 2023. We'll see. Nah, you're not gonna have it that long. Uh, no. regardless, come March, that belt will be mine one way right. or the other. We'll see.
1: Yeah, you better I'll uh, either
0: still be holding it from uh, November to March or. Uh, I'll win it back in March. We'll see. The what only
1: happens. way you're getting a KOP predictions title around your shoulder or waist is if you introduce a new mid-card level title because you just don't have what it takes to win mm-hmm. the big belt off me.
0: Okay, okay. Well, we'll see about that. We will. Uh, up next, we get uh, Malachi Black with a little vignette, and he calls out Tony Khan for barring him from ringside for the Andrade El Idolo and Cody Rhodes match. He says uh, there was more than one person who stabbed Caesar in the back.
1: Yes, another good promo by Malachi, dark promo, but uh, hit all the points he needed. Um, Paul, you got some exciting uh, news or exciting uh, little interview coming up with Mr. Malachi Black. Why don't you speak on that a little bit?
0: That I do. Uh, That's the joys of uh, my full-time job being in radio. I get the chance to sit down and uh, talk with Malachi Black. Uh, We'll be doing it Tuesday morning right after the 8 o'clock news on the radio. Um, And, of course, it'll debut on every platform that you listen to KOP on later uh, Tuesday afternoon.
1: Are you recording that live Tuesday morning? Uh,
0: No, it'll actually be pre-recorded on Monday. Uh, Malachi had an opening Monday afternoon, so I was like, you know what, give it to me, I'll take it sure sure <laughs> i'm not picky yeah i am not picky at all
1: and for everybody who hasn't checked it out uh paul two years ago when dynamite first came to Indianapolis, interviewed matt and nick jackson of the young bucks and cody and brandy Rhodes, and we have those audio pieces on archived on kop on wherever you get or listening to this podcast you can find those and you can also find them on youtube so go check those out paul did a great job back then and he's gonna do a great job with malachi and i can't wait uh can't wait to see uh what you ask him and and what he's got to say
0: yeah i'm a little bit more experienced and uh i know how to control my fanboy stage now a little bit more Mm -hmm. than i did back then so i'm definitely interested to see how this thing goes i'm gonna try my best to get you know all that fanboying out before the interview starts, because I am a fan of Malachi Black.
1: Well, speaking of fanboying, if if, if anybody sees Paul or I, uh live next weekend uh, in Indianapolis at Dynamite, uh, please say hi. Yeah, please say hi. Um, we'd love to, we'd love to meet you.
0: So. Yeah, absolutely. Feel free to come up and go. Hey, you are the guys from KOP.
1: Yep, look for the. I'll be wearing my KOP hat, at least maybe a shirt. And I know Paul's probably gonna have a KOP shirt on. So uh,
0: that yeah, look out for us. Yeah, we'll be around. We may yes, not make it will. to TV, but we'll be around somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, up next, Punk's music hits and he makes his way to the ring. He sits down, and uh, of course, everybody's chanting Punk. He says, I don't want you chanting Punk tonight. I want you people to chant John Moxley's name.
1: I had a feeling he was going in that direction after he said uh, he was upset tonight. And just kind of look on his face, I said, I think he's going to say something about Moxley.
0: And yeah. Yes, he did. Yeah, this uh, this promo uh, from start to finish was just extremely heartfelt. Um, I really enjoyed it. And he says, "You know, I understand what he uh, what is going on," and he says it was explained to him last night as he was driving with uh, Larry riding shotgun.
1: <laughs> gotta so, love Larry.
0: Gotta love Larry. Uh, Punk says, "I don't want anybody to criticize John Moxley because I'm proud of him." Punk then says, "If anyone out there needs help, to do so." Reach out, text a friend, text you know a loved one, family member, someone, and just talk to them.
1: Yeah, he took some uh, jabs again, kind of WWE from his past, but you'd yep. be honest from the truth. I mean, that company made him sick. I mean, it, it uh, darn near killed him in a way. So
0: yeah, one of the first things he said in being in AEW was, you know, um, they I couldn't get healthy being at the place that made me sick. Yep. So. Uh, Punk says uh, there was another person who didn't show up to work tonight, and that was Eddie Kingston. Punk says Kingston showed no professionalism last week by getting into his face, and now Punk tells Eddie Kingston to meet him in St. Louis. Of course, the fans started chanting full gear, thinking he was calling out for a match, and really he just wants an apology.
1: And Eddie said he'll be there Friday. is going to
0: lead to a match, I'm sure.
1: Eddie he said on Twitter he'll be there Friday, so uh, we will see. Yeah, it's going to lead to a match. <laughs> and, you know, it's it's interesting because I know we kind of talked about this before, but the uh, notepad of TK of Tony Khan that the photos kind of leaked, most of those matches come to fruition. Maybe my eyes deceive me. Maybe they trick me. But I thought the CM Punk match written down was Ward, though, mm. for Full Gear. I thought maybe I read it wrong. Maybe it was Kingston. and I just can't read a blurry image very well. Hey, I but, could um, read
0: it, so you know, props to you for being able to get any of it.
1: Either way, I'm uh, very excited for this uh Kingston Punk feud. I wish it had a little more time to build because I think they could cut some awesome promos against each other. Unfortunately, uh well, hopefully we get something Friday, next Wednesday and next Friday before Saturday. So maybe we will get some back and forth on the mic because I think it could be something special.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, next up, uh, Alex Marvez is backstage interviewing the super click. Adam Cole talks about last week's match against the dark order being a fluke. Cole is interrupted right away by Christian cage. Lucha Shores joins in after, uh,
1: nice to see Christian <laughs> back on TV. I oh, thought he'd man. come back. He lost the impact championship to Josh Alexander, who then lost it to moose. Literally just like a minute after he won it. Um,
0: And then Moose is going to bring back the belt they just retired with Christian, right? Isn't that what he did last time they did this?
1: (laughs) It was last time, yeah. Um, But so I don't know where the partnership is, if there is any partnership left between AEW and and Impact. But uh, good to see Christian back on um, AEW television.
0: Yeah, all the rumors have said that, uh, you know, there isn't a partnership anymore. But uh, we'll see exactly what all that brings. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, you know, after Luchasaurus joins Christian, a fight breaks out. The action goes to the entrance ramp, um, low blow to Luchasaurus. They throw him into the uh, barricade ringside, and that leads to, out of nowhere, Jungle Boy running out of the tunnel and flying. Awesome. Literally flying, taking out the entire super click. Um Christian uh, ends up uh, on the stage a little bit, I guess just off to the stage a little bit, kind of laying there for a couple of minutes. Uh, Jungle boy locks in his uh, finisher, which I cannot think snare of. Trap. There we go. The snare trap. Um, Adam Cole refuses to tap out, kind of passes out at that point. Christian. <laughs> <Giovanni>. Yeah.
1: <laughs> tap about kid tap out?
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, at that point, Christian shows up with two chairs and I immediately knew where this was going. And I was so excited for it. I have missed. I didn't think he was actually going to do
1: it. I thought somebody was going to come in and pull Adam away or something. I didn't think he was going to go through with it.
0: I know, which means Cole said, do it, mm-hmm. but we got the one man concerto to Cole from Christian cage. And I might've popped a little too hard for that.
1: Oh yeah. Um, classic edge and Christian concerto there. Um, and I and gotta remember, I mean, the last one man concerto I can remember is Randy Orton did it the Edge last year mm-hmm. on the road to WrestleMania. Um, but and yeah, before I th-
0: that, it's been seven years,
1: right? I think I think we are gonna get two matches out of this uh, full gear. I think we're gonna get Cole against Cage and Jurassic Express against the Bucks.
0: I'd be okay with which that, which
1: we've got Jurassic Express against the Bucks before. If you remember, that's a match, um. If I'm not mistaken, that's the match that Hangman cost the Bucks. Uh, I might be mistaken on that uh, last year. No, no that I...
0: was FTR. Okay. But yeah, some at some point there was uh a little bit of a feud between the Bucks and Jungle. Yeah, yeah, or, they uh, they've yeah.
1: they've faced off at a pay-per-view or something at some point. Um Yes. But yeah, but now it's more story to it. Maybe maybe we get a six man, but I'd rather I'd rather see I really want to see a one on one between Christian Cage and Adam Cole's where I'm getting at.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which Adam um,
1: Cole's where Budge goes against Johnny mm-hmm. Hungy uh Friday night on Rampage. That should be fun.
0: Budge. <laughs> he's not taking on Adam Cole, he's taking on Budge. Budge. <laughs> you gotta say it with the accent too, otherwise it Budge just doesn't seem right. Yeah, nope. Budge.
1: Well not the- <laughs> Budge. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, up next Miro cuts a backstage promo about how God rewards him by having him be a part of the eliminator tournament nice oh. little promo did great with uh, short notice it worked perfectly I
1: text you right away my one guy I wanted was Miro yeah. And I thought the graphic kind of looked like Miro, the cut out of the guy with the big shoulders. I'm like, that kind of looks like Miro. And I'm like, he would be good because you got to have a heel in there against Orange. And um, I, I just haven't liked that we hadn't seen him really since he lost. To, yeah. We haven't seen him at all since he lost to Sammy, the TNT title Sammy, besides doing these vignettes and promos. So, um, yeah. And see not... him back, back tonight.
0: It was kind of starting to make me a little nervous, you know. Are they going to do the same thing with him that the other place did, you know, once he got defeated? Eh, we don't really have nothing for you. Hang on, we'll find something. Uh,
1: I'm glad it didn't go to the route of... There was somebody on Twitter that was suggesting that Kip returns a him the match tonight, leading to a match between those two at full gear. I'm mm. Glad it didn't go in that direction.
0: I'm not ready for Kip to be back yet.
1: It is interesting, this new gimmick he's portraying on Twitter, so...
0: Twitter on uh, Sammy's vlog. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he just shows up wearing a box all the mm-hmm. time.
1: Doesn't really explain anything.
0: Nope. Doesn't say anything. Doesn't do anything. Nope. He just stands there. Yep. Yep. It's the best gimmick he's had so far. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Oops. Did you see that out loud? Slipped. Uh, up next, we get a promo for Ru- uh, Ruby Soho and Chris Statlander uh, talking about their upcoming match. I'm excited for this.
1: That's going to be a fun one.
0: It is. And I liked um, Statlander said, you know, I'm a leader. I don't need a belt to demonstrate that, but it would be nice. And that's kind of honestly how I feel. Statlander's already a big name, she doesn't need a belt. Same with Ruby. I don't think either of them need a belt, but to have gold on them would look pretty cool.
1: Well, I mean, Statlander was on the fast track to getting contention before her injury, and and of course Ruby's yeah. already had a shot. at Brit, it was at a full or at um Grand Slam. It was a heck of a match. This match could be Friday night, right on Rampage. Yes. Who who do you think is going to win that?
0: Um, you know, I'm honestly torn, but I'm okay either way.
1: I think Ruby gets the win. I'd be fine either way, but I think Ruby will go over.
0: I'm just excited. Uh, I know Thunder Rosa's got her match coming up. I'm excited for that one.
1: Yep. It's going to be a good one, too. Against
0: Hater, which Mm -hmm. we'll get into uh, coming up here. Spoiler alert. Sorry. (laughs) Oops. Um, Up next was the AAA Tag Team Championship match. Uh, Star and Samare del Sol. AKA, also known as Kalisto,
1: formerly Kalisto. Yes.
0: As soon as like I had heard rumors of that, but the s- moment he showed up on the TV, it's like, yeah, there's no. They started to die doing
1: in the that. Lucha chant. I mean, yeah, there's. there's yep. Yeah. Yep, apparently, I
0: saw the tweet that said apparently Lucha chants aren't as protected <laughs> as yes chants. Yes,
1: I saw that too. <laughs> I saw it too. I did tweet out. I asked. There's a new uh, account on Twitter. I think it's new. I just started following it.
0: Yeah, I just it's, saw that.
1: It's a really cool account. It's called. Um,
0: all elite, all elite Facts. facts
1: at all Elite Facts. And I asked them how many times the AAA tag titles have been defended on Dynamite. And uh, they responded with, they are defended twice on Dynamite tonight and last month. The titles were also defended twice on per reviews in 2019 at Double or Nothing and All Out.
0: So there we so go. I was just
1: curious. I cannot remember. So. Yeah,
0: four times. Yep. That's uh, more than the Impact tag titles or the Impact Championship were defended. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, 100%. I mean, people ask, you know, what's the partnership with AAA? Well, there you have it. They've had more titles defended on Dynamite or in AEW than any other promotion that's worked with AEW. Yeah. Uh, but the match begins with Del Sol and Wheeler, and Del Sol takes out Wheeler with ease. Wheeler retreats and leaves the ring. Star is tagged in and goes for a double Hurakarana. However, FDR catches him. Sling shots him into the ropes and slams him hard. Star is diving all over the place, and I mean, talk about luchas! I want to see these guys take on the Lucha Bros. Yeah, that'd I'm be fun. just saying it would be a fun high flying match. I would not be able to cover it though because I'd just be like, "Look, just go watch the match." There were high flying moves here, there, and everywhere.
1: Or even if one gets the Lucha Bros, if it was against the Sidells or top Flight. Once, yeah. uh, once Darius comes back, or even Dante and Leo Rush. Um, mm-hmm. There's a whole bunch of teams in AW that these guys could go against.
0: Yeah. Um, inner Circle, Pride and Powerful, Sammy Guevara. All be great matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, we go to a commercial break, come back. Nothing much has changed. Star and Del Sol both hit a Huracurana, both Wheeler and Dax, uh, on both Wheeler and Dax. Wheeler goes for a brain buster, however Del Soul counters and takes out Wheeler. Star goes for the roll-up pin, however Wheeler counters it, and he is now on top, gets the pin while holding the ropes and the tights.
1: Classic heel move. Um, Yes. These guys are vintage pro wrestling heels. I mean, look, they've changed their entrance in in their theme music to be more 80s style which which I dig. Um, they got new T shirts oh, yeah. designed. Uh, a lot of um, Bobby Eaton kind of tribute things. Um, so they're they're pro wrestling fans down to their core. They study it more than anybody. They're very good and um, very fun to watch in the ring, in my opinion. They're old school, more fun fundamental. Yeah, but, uh, fun to watch and fun to root against because they're just heelish.
0: Right. Uh, hashtag FTR. Mm-hmm. Back before they were FTR. Uh, (laughs) the inner circle then makes their way to the ring. Obviously uh, the crowd is singing Judas as they do every time. Uh, Jericho brags about how Guevara won his match last week. And now they get to pick who they will face at full gear. Jericho is interrupted right away by Dan Lambert and American top team. Lambert says he hopes we can, that they can get this done and leave this town as quick as possible. Lambert and Jericho insult each other. Lambert gives, aubrey edwards a list of who is eligible lambert goes over the names of who is eligible and uh i like how aubrey's just you know she is the ref for AEW. there's no denying it and it's not just because she's got the unrestricted podcast i think they see something in her that is star power for a ref.
1: well i believe during the um, tbs title presentation they um her title was senior official Yes. So that that kind of
0: and it kind of shocked up. her. So I don't think right. she was aware of that title at the time. Right. Uh, Hager adds Junior Dos Santos, Santos to the match. Yep. Santana Former adds UFC,
1: uh, heavyweight champion.
0: Yep. Who looked really um, good
1: at, uh, at uh, Grand Slam in his first he match. Did.
0: Yeah, and I'm gonna butcher who Santana added. Uh, Andre Arlovski. Arlovski.
1: Close enough, yeah He's got the most uh, UFC heavyweight wins of all time
0: And uh, before they could add the fifth competitor Dan Lambert says that uh, Before Jericho says anything else Paige Van Zant has some words for Jericho
1: They need to sign Paige Van Zant ASAP She is awesome on the mic I think she's enjoying herself Because if they don't If she truly wants to get into wrestling WWE is going to snatch her up
0: Yeah, and it's going to be a loss
1: She is awesome
0: uh, Van Zant insults the entire inner circle and says she thinks she could take on all five members of the inner circle. You
1: knew where it was going right when she oh, said that line. Man,
0: I saw Jericho's face, the eyebrows just went, Oh, I don't have to say anything else. Oh, the whole time, I can... just have to repeat you.
1: Yeah, the whole time, <laughs> time when she said, I'm like, Yep, there it I can is. take on
0: all five of you at once. And I went, yeah. Uh huh. Go, go
1: check out Sammy Guevara's Instagram story. That's all I'm gonna say.
0: Yep absolutely uh, they finally select the uh, fifth competitor to be Dan Lambert knew that's and, where it was going and oh, I oh yeah fantastic. so did I the moment they walked out and they started going through everybody when he said uh, you know I'm the original member I'm the guy I went "Yep, yeah, Lambert's in this match. <laughs>
1: It just made me laugh him jumping around and throwing like a temper a baby. tantrum oh man it was funny um classic I mean, heel
0: I, manager i loved I, it i
1: hope this angle or the story does end at full gear um, i'm fine if american top team stays around or if they sign some of them even but uh sign yeah, van zant it'll be yes it'll be interesting um it'll be interesting
0: Mr. Khan, we know you're watching KOP right now, Sign Page. And I thought H- <laughs> Hager's
1: comments were interesting too tonight. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I wonder if those guys really like Jake or not. Those actual don't MMA guys. I think they do. Yeah, which is always interesting when you get an actual yeah. MMA fighter into a pro wrestling world if there's going to be some uh some shoot punches or not.
0: <laughs> we shall see mm-hmm. at full gear. Mm-hmm. Uh up next we go backstage with uh Matt Seidel, Dante Martin, Leo Rush, and Lee Moriarty. And uh, this was my first introduction to Lee. Uh, okay. I wasn't sure who he was for sure, so I was kind of puzzled a little bit there. But uh, Seidel congratulated Dante on his victory last week and then uh, goes on to challenge Martin and Leo in a tag match with Seidel teaming with Lee Moriarty.
1: Yeah, um, I'm, I mean, I'm ready to see Leo in action. He's a fun wrestler. He's good on the mic. Um, You can tell Dante's still not sure about this partnership, um, but that that match will be fun. I just wonder when it's going to be. I thought maybe they announced it for Friday's Rampage, and they didn't.
0: I'd be okay if it's next week.
1: Next Wednesday, which they didn't announce any matches for next Wednesday's card, but they did say at the very end of Dynamite, tune in to Rampage on Friday for next week's card. But I'm like, that's like the first time I can remember ever them not um, advertising the following week dynamite matches on the current week's dynamite.
0: I, Ever. I'm wondering if they ran out of time, <sighs> Something. honestly. Something because I mean, you know, uh, we'll get to the main event here in a little bit, but you know, they made that comment we're going to stick around with this match until it's over, even if we have to cut in NHL time. Yeah, they don't say that very often, so I don't no, think and, they knew,
1: and I. And I don't think cutting into NHL is going to happen. I don't think the NHL would be very happy no. about that, even no. uh, considering that they're only a few weeks into this new partnership with with uh, with the channel.
0: Yeah, yeah, I uh, I I'm, I'm pretty sure something came down the line afterwards. Why'd you say that? Don't say that. We can't yeah. cut it at NHL time. Yeah, no, that's bad.
1: <laughs> Trying to keep the viewer on the edge of their seat, but
0: yeah. Yeah. Uh, Up next was Anna Jay versus Jamie Hayter in the TBS championship tournament.
1: Yes, I got to I got to admit I missed a good majority of this match.
0: Well, the match begins with a tie up and Anna Jay takes down Jamie Hayter with a quick takedown. Anna Jay is in control to start things off. However, the action goes to the outside and Anna Jay sends Hader into the guardrails hard. Hater recovers quickly and takes control of the match as they head out for picture in picture commercial break. Coming back from commercial break, Anna J hits Hater with a DDT and Jay goes for the pin. Uh, Rebel gets on the apron and this distracts the referee. Baker trips up Anna J, which allows Hater to hit a big lariat. Hater pins Anna J for the victory. Baker, Rebel, and Hater begin attacking Anna J. Ty Conte attempts the save, however, it does not work. Because it's still three on two. Baker is going to go for the curb stomp, and then of course Thunder Rose's music hits and saves Conti or yeah, Tay Conti and uh, Anna Jay.
1: Yeah, I was kind of surprised by the result of this match, but seeing who Hayter's gonna face next in Thunder Rosa, that makes sense. Face oh, yeah. heal.
0: Um yep. I haven't
1: looked I haven't paid close enough attention to the bracket to see the matchups.
0: Um
1: I know I know we have Nyla Rose versus red velvet um
0: nyla versus hakira jade yeah. versus red velvet
1: thank you see see i i know <laughs> who's in it well then, yeah. wait
0: no it's not jade versus red velvet yet it's the bunny versus red velvet that's and then the Friday winner of that night. yes goes on to face Jade. So
1: when's ruby and statlanders that could be next wednesday
0: it might be next wednesday Again, we don't have a card for next Wednesday. This is so hard. I had so many questions that I was going to ask you because of the fact that we're going to be there. And then I I have nothing to go off of at this time. No,
1: I'm going to look up to see if I can find a bracket for this TBS title tournament real quick.
0: Uh, I have one here. Let me uh, pull it up as soon as it loads. uh, Looks like... Open image. There we go. Oh, of course it doesn't show the top of it, Uh, but we got Thunder Rosa Jamie versus Jamie Hader. Jade Cargill's got her bye week. The Bunny and Red Velvet, which will take place Friday, and the winner of that will go on to face Jade Cargill. Which uh, my prediction for that is Red Velvet. Um, Yes. Yeah. Nyla Rose versus Akira Shida and Statlander versus Ruby Soho is what's left.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it's got to be a fun tournament from here on out.
0: It is. I'm very interested. A lot of great matchups that uh, we haven't seen before, or that we ha- I think the whole possibility of two at most that we've seen before. <laughs> the rest are all new matches,
1: which is great. That's what you want.
0: Absolutely, and I'm looking forward to. Uh, based off the bracket that you just looked at, who do you think it's going to come down to on the final two?
1: Jade and Ruby. You think so? hmm Okay. And then it's a tough call because do you give Ruby Soho another loss in a title match? Or do you give Jade her first loss?
0: Yeah. See, that's... that's uh,
1: I don't know if Jade really needs this belt, but I don't want to see her take a loss no. this early either.
0: Right. Well... So, we say I, I early I would be, because it's dynamite early, but she's been doing a lot of stuff on dark and elevation. Yes, so.
1: um, I, would, I wouldn't mind seeing her become this champion, be dominant, yeah. somebody finally take it off her, and then she's ready to challenge for the women's title.
0: Yep, yep. And, uh, of course, as we're still talking about Jade and the TBS championship, mm-hmm. uh, after the hater. Uh, Anna J section segment, we get a promo from Jade Cargill as she talks about how she will win the TBS championship and she's going to rename the belt. I didn't like that part of it, but uh, you knew that was coming. That's her, that's her, uh, her yeah, but it just It didn't make sense. The B Show Championship or that B Show Championship, Mm -hmm. I mean. I get it because that's her gimmick.
1: It was I a stretch.
0: I think Smart Mark could have done something a little bit better with that, but uh, of course they're trying to let Jamie or Jade get just as much time on the mic as Smart Mark's getting. Sure. Uh, up next, MJF comes out and cuts a promo about he and how he and Darby are the pillars of AEW. MJF wonders why they cheer for Darby and boo him. MJF talks about how great he is and about uh, Alan being an outcast. Finally, we get Alan on the mic. who says that uh, he and MJF will meet at full gear, says uh, MJF says no and walks away as he says, I'm going to not attack you at full gear with my skateboard because I'm going to take my aggression out on you tonight. That's when MJF says no, goes to walk up the ramp. Sting appears with his bat. Sting gets distracted as all the derby dressed people start fighting amongst each other. It looked like at first until they zoomed up there. It was and you kind see of a cluster Spears and, uh, Wardlow. Wardlow. that was it. They took out all yeah. those guys. So I think Wardlow took out the most of them. <laughs> Spears might've gotten three or four out yeah. of the, like 20. Um, by the way, it's kind of hard to hide uh, Griff Garrison with his long yep. hair.
1: And his mask fell off, too, but they, they didn't yeah. catch that. But, yep, he was the no. one I noticed right away.
0: Yep, yep. As soon as that flipped, well, I went, that oh, hey. That was
1: the only one. <laughs>
0: no, but, of course, I thought this was going to go different. I thought Wardlow was going to be the guy right behind, or Spears was going to be the guy right behind Sting, and they were going to attack Sting as he's walking down. I thought that's where they were going to go with this. Um. They uh as the the MJF guys in the pinnacle are fighting, uh, MJF and Darby meet in the crowd and begin to fight. MJF leaves the ring after uh, Darby goes to hit the casket drop. And I I text golf you this or yeah, coffin drop. Casket drop. Same. 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 I mean one in the one in the same in a sense, yeah. but uh yes, gotta get it right. Um I text you during this segment. I thought Charlie, if you watch the Sammy vlog, you know who Charlie is. I thought it was X-Pac at first because they you know, kept Sean just. A woman. Glim- yeah, they just kept getting glimpse of him. And I'm like, wait a minute. You know, with the long black hair, the hood pulled up, the bandana, the beard. I'm like, did he sign and I missed that one too.
1: I think it's basically because Charlie is part of their security team, but he's yes. becoming so well-known amongst AW fans because of Sammy's vlog They didn't really want anybody to see it was actually him. So I think that's why he was dressed like he was.
0: That last camera shot definitely let you know who it was, though. (laughs) And he might have smiled a little bit there, it looked like.
1: That was fun segment though. It was fun to see MGF and Darby go out in the crowd. Darby had a huge clothesline, full steam ahead. Gotta be a fun match. It as of right now, I mean, okay excluding hangman and omega because that's been building for so long this might match might be the one i'm looking most forward to at full gear right now
0: i think it's got probably the second longest build okay. out of the full gear card honestly i mean what else do you got we were sitting there tonight going does brit even have a match for full gear
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: missed it apparently she did um we missed that announcement at some point i'm sure
1: well i guess you could America top team in, in inner circle. Because uh, that was prior to Grand Slam.
0: Yeah, yeah, I guess so. For so those three which, big ones. Which is
1: interesting. I brought that up because Sammy Guevara, TNT champion, TNT championship is not going to be defended. No. On full gear for the first time at an AW pay-per-view in quite some time.
0: And I'm honestly okay with that. I think... These two belts need to be defended right where they are. TNT, TBS. Now, of course, Sammy being uh, Sammy, he'll probably defend it on TBS as well. But Mm -hmm. for the most part, I'd like to see those belts defended where they're named after. Sure. So and since uh, we've learned that uh, Rampage is staying put, Mm -hmm. um, I mean, he could defend it on Rampage every couple of weeks. True. And I'd be fine with it
1: Speaking of Rampage, I know you're going to talk about this gentleman Here in a, just a little bit Cody Rhodes, did you realize Cody Rhodes Has not wrestled on Rampage yet
0: I did not realize that nope. He's it's been in the open since a, they started teasing yep. huh.
1: He's wrestled on Dynamite quite a bit this year of course But not Rampage
0: And his is like the first thing that pops up for Rampage
1: No, and we've seen almost pretty much every big star in AW Wrestle on Rampage except him
0: You're right, yeah, yeah. Hmm. The things you don't think about
1: <laughs> I don't know, that was from All Elite Facts So go give them a follow
0: Yeah, go give them a follow uh, on Twitter I'm doing that as soon as we get done here Yeah,
1: It's a fun new account, for sure
0: Absolutely Uh, Up next, again, Cody Rhodes With uh, Arn Anderson taking on Andrade El Idolo uh, I this love this was... match This was fun It came out of nowhere, but I was excited for it. It's hitting. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'll get to the end here pretty quickly because I I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, The bell rings. Cody and Andrade stare at each other in the middle of the ring. Andrade hits Rhodes with a big slap across the face. Uh, Cody is agitated, and he hits Andrade with a furious strike. Andrade and Cody counter each other's attacks. Go to picture-in-picture commercial break within Andrade. Andrade in control After sending Cody flying to the outside I don't know if it was me But it seemed like there were more picture-in-picture breaks Tonight than there have been
1: Yeah, the picture-in-picture really bothered me in this match I wish they it could did. somehow at least have the Close captioning so you could Understand what the commentators are saying But I understand right. Well, I was going to say they need a break But that's not true because on the on the um, Overseas broadcast, You can hear them during mm-hmm. that So, never mind Yep
0: We return from the break with Rhodes in control. Rhodes slams Andrade down hard. Rhodes sends Andrade to the ropes. Andrade counters with a back elbow. Andrade begins to gloat. Rhodes comes back and hits Andrade with a huge clothesline. Andrade recovers and goes for the three amigos. He hits all three. However, he struggled to get the third, but he got it by sending Rhodes to the corner. Rhodes hits Andrade with the bionic elbow, which I'm glad to see Cody using that move. I miss the bionic elbow, I'm not going to lie. Old school. Yes. Yes. Andrade comes back and he takes down or takes Rhodes down and then puts the figure four on. Foreshadowing.
1: <laughs> Woo!
0: Long-term storytelling. Uh, Rhodes counters it and Andrade grabs the ropes. Uh Jose Garcia stands up on the top of the apron to distract the ref.
1: Glad no, I know was- his name now. I didn't know until yeah. tonight.
0: I know it's like they had never said it before. Or something they did. I didn't catch it. So right no, now, I know. Um, Cody Rhodes goes to hit Andrade with a dive through the middle ropes. After Arn pulls Jose down off the side of the apron,
1: did you see how long Arn waited for him to get up so he could throw that punch? I know. <laughs> he <laughs> he just was there, he's just like, sat "Come on, it was awkward. Come on, come
0: on." <laughs> come on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the the it's cocked, you know. Yep. And remember, NRA spelled backwards is Arn. <laughs> uh, that's never going to get old. Uh, but Cody Rhodes goes to hit Andrade with a dive through the middle ropes. However, he hits the A tag titles instead, thanks to FTR. Uh, Andrade and FTR celebrate and uh, begin attacking Rhodes. Arn Anderson, uh, post-match, that is, I should say. Um, I-, I missed a bit there. Uh, They hit him, slide right back under. It was so quick. If you weren't looking at the TV, you missed what happened. Uh, Andrade gets Cody back in, hits his signature or finisher, and uh, pins him. Doesn't even have to pull the leg. Just one, two, three. And then FTR comes back into the ring. Andrade and FTR attack Rhodes. Arn Anderson enters the ring, and he pushes Tully, and he pushed him hard. I don't think Tully was expecting it to be that hard, because he's bounced off of both members of FTR and uh they turned and looked at him like, what are you doing?
1: Teasing two horsemen going at it.
0: Uh-huh. Uh Arn is about to be attacked. However, the Lucha Bros make the save. FTR, Tully, and Andrade retreat.
1: What did you think about the ending of this and then the angle after the match?
0: There was a lot going on. As you yeah. see, I didn't cover a whole lot there because i mean there were top ropes and dives and all sorts of stuff and it was fast-paced so i am just like okay you know we're we're gonna mention the fact that the lucha bros make the save
1: (laughs) right i I'm fine with Andrade going over. I think that's great. He needed a big win yep. like this. Um yep. I remember Paul Cody doesn't put uh, anybody over in AEW. Remember, he's all uh, yeah, by I himself. Know. Yeah, um, it, it does,
0: that stupid EVP guy books himself to win every single time.
1: Exactly. Um, but I thought the Lucha Bros running, and then their chemistry with FTR was awful. Tonight. Yes. I think it was the street clothes they were wearing or something. Ray Phoenix looked awkward running down the ramp. He looked like he was almost like... Huddled Mm -hmm. down so he wasn't gonna fall. And then when he got in the ring, it just their movements together tonight looked clunky. I think it had to do with what they were wearing, not their proper ring gear. I don't know. Something just felt a little off between those two teams. And 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 that's too bad because that match is gonna rule at full gear. I can't wait for that match because those two teams are two of the best tag teams in the world. But I just didn't didn't like the interactions between those two tonight.
0: And, of course, we got a statement here that uh, you and I have been talking about forever. Apparently, Andrade came to a financial agreement with the Pinnacle for the services of FTR tonight. Yes. First time we've heard Pinnacle and FTR in the same sentence in a couple months, it seems like.
1: Yes. Making uh, ends meet there.
0: I was excited for that. Uh, Up next... Johnny Hungy cuts an in-ring promo about his upcoming match against Budge on the uh, upcoming episode of Rampage.
1: Yeah, it was pretty darn short. I didn't even—I <laughs> don't even think it was really needed. But now, try to get my eyeballs think, on Friday night.
0: Well, I think they were trying to kill time here. Could have been. Because I mean, we're right up against the main event, and it's like nine forty-five. Mm-hmm. You know. I don't know. I just, I feel that last night's change, the quick change with uh, Miro, kind of m- made some adjustments tonight that might not have been needed, but they had to do them to get there, like Johnny Hungy cutting a promo. It was a minute and a half, two-minute promo.
1: And I'm glad you brought that Miro change one more time because there's one more thing I wanted to address with Punk's promo, and I forgot earlier when we, when oh, we yeah. were talking about it. I like how Punk said he was going to put himself in that spot against Orange Cassidy, but he, Eddie wasn't there, so he yeah. couldn't smooth things over with Eddie first. I like that because it ties in why Punk's not in the tournament. He yeah, especially a,
0: since he tweeted out... Uh, a, right. pa- a gif or jif or whatever you want to call yep. it Of an orange being sliced
1: Right, he teased everybody Then so, he explained why he's not putting himself in there Why we're yep. not getting him against orange And him potentially against Brian Danielson At full gear, so I thought that was good
0: Yeah, which the, the crowd kind of booed
1: Sure, everybody wants to see it But don't give us that yet Not yet, Let not him yet. Name for too a while. soon
0: yep. yep. In my opinion, Brian Danielson's Still too uh, WWE Esque
1: <laughs> uh, you can even say Punk has too.
0: Yeah, I know he's
1: been away from seven years, but
0: yeah, but for seven years, everybody in WWE has chanted Punk, especially every time they get in Chicago. Correct. Yep. And of course, they played Cult of Personality time and time again in Chicago during setup, just to mess with the fans. Yep. Uh we get a quick little promo about Red Velvet in the bunnies match. Uh, on Rampage again, I was
1: fired up. I'm like, all right, what do you got for us in indie? And we never got it.
0: Yep, I'm sitting here, I'm going, okay, after this, we're gonna get here's what's coming up on Dynamite next week. And then Brian Danielson's music hit, and I went, okay, he's gonna get to the ring or he's gonna get to the commentary table, and then we're gonna go over it while Shivani makes his way back up there. And then Miro's music hit, and I was like, well, there goes that, yep, uh, but yeah. uh, Miro and uh, Cassidy make their way to the ring. This Bell is the rings. first
1: time they've fought in singles action, I should say. They've fought twice in tag team yes. matches. Um, Arcade Anarchy, with, uh, which no.
0: uh, Cassidy got the victory over uh, Kip at that point,
1: correct? And then also, um, two on two match at Revolution, yes, which uh, Miro and Kip won that no. one,
0: right? right. Uh, bell rings, and Cassidy is doing everything he can to avoid Miro. Cassidy exits the ring, enters back into the ring once Miro leaves. Oh, real quick, uh, I want to touch on the fact that uh, Miro's knee is taped up, and uh, Cassidy's ribs were taped up.
1: I think also going start. into this match, Orange had not lost a singles match since 2020, going into this match, I believe.
0: I think you're correct.
1: Lost a triple threat.
0: Of course, right, but, but not in singles. Right. And the triple threat, it was that new guy that joined the best friends. It's all his fault. Let's not forget that, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh BTE shout out there. Yep. Um Cassidy hits Miro with a dive between the middle ropes. However, Miro catches Cassidy and slams him hard. Go to the last commercial break of the evening, and it's like five till. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what are you doing? This is the worst time to take a commercial break because that meant the majority of this match was going to be in a commercial break and picture in picture. And it was. Uh, Miro is pushing Orange Cassidy, throwing Cassidy around like a ragdoll. When we return, uh, Miro is removing the tape that protected Cassidy's injured ribs. Cassidy hits a surprise. However, it does nothing to Miro. Cassidy hits Miro with a DDT. Cassidy goes for the pin. Mirror kicks out. Mirror rose out of the ring, uh, kind of fumbles over to the timekeeper's table. Cassidy goes to the top rope, jumps, lands on him as they break the table. That's
1: when I looked at the clock. I'm like, oh, it is uh, 9.57. Yeah. I have to go for a quick finish.
0: And then uh, Matt Hardy's ringside says something to him and Cassidy. um, And then I realized what. Count the ref was at, and I went. Okay, we're gonna end this in a countout. That I knew it wasn't longest, gonna be a the double countout
1: between nine seconds and ten seconds I've ever seen.
0: Uh huh. <laughs> it it was. Uh, Miro enters the ring at like nine and nine Re- tenths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, Miro hits Cassidy with a massive strike. Cassidy comes back with the beach break. Cassidy goes for the pin. Miro kicks out at two. I was starting to wonder if this was going to go to Cassidy with the last minute change of Miro.
1: I never really had a doubt. Even when he hit the beach break, I'm like, Miro's going to kick out. I just I just didn't think they, yeah, I didn't think the way they built Miro up, I'm like, and he against Danielson just made more sense. So.
0: Yeah. Well, it did. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, even
1: though Danielson, it would have been fun against Orange Cassidy to make oh God, Danielson yeah. to get the very best out of OC. So
0: Oh, and O.C. with those devastating kicks. Kicks <laughs> versus Danielson kicks. Danielson
1: with the devastating kicks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, those, that would have been a fun little segment to Come watch. Up. I want to see that at some point yeah. in the next year. Yep. <laughs> um Miro's up, takes out Cassidy with a matcha kick, locks in the game over, and that's it. The Game's over. Cassidy taps out instantly. Brian Danielson makes his way to the ring, goes to shake the hand of Miro. However, Miro refuses to shake his hand. And then NHL turned on.
1: But, but but Paul, we're going to get two former WWE guys in a match against each other at, at an AW pay-per-view.
0: Oh, no. Except both of them have better names prior to their run in WWE. But, we were
1: going to get it with Moxley and, and Danielson anyways, so.
0: But everybody was okay with that, right? Everybody's okay with Punk and Danielson,
1: right? Everybody should be okay with Miro because that match is gonna be awesome too. I'm very oh, excited for that year.
0: Yeah, that thing's gonna be great. I don't. Did we ever see those two go one on one in the other company?
1: I'm sure in WWE we did at some point, but I don't. I don't recall.
0: They've don't both know. been there for so long that I don't know. I, I don't remember.
1: I've haven't watched WWE.
0: I've slept since Intently then.
1: Intently since like 2018,
0: so <laughs> I've slept since then. Yep. Uh so, uh thoughts on the show.
1: Fun show. Um a lot of good stuff, but some other nitpicky stuff I had a problem with. I'm going with a 6.5 rating tonight, a little lower than I've been giving shows. Um I thought the American Top Team and Inner circle stuff was fun, but went on a little too long. I definitely thought the Christian Cage, Jurassic Express super click angle went on too long. Um, just a little timing issues uh, here and there. Like we said, aren't having to wait for Jose forever to punch him. The main event just seemed kind of off timing. Um, but I really enjoyed the Cody Andrade uh match. Uh, the post angle not so much so just there's a lot more i was complaining about than i like tonight seemed like but still still a fun
0: show i'm right there with you at the six and a half for the exact same reasons and the added picture and picture
1: that yeah, drove, picture,
0: I, picture sucks. I don't know why it drove me nuts tonight it just seemed like every 10 minutes we'll be back after this picture and picture it's,
1: it's almost better if you just don't do picture and picture and do a regular commercial
0: yeah because i mean sure but i get distracted by the bigger screen
1: uh, it's hard for me to, without commentary it's hard for me to pay attention i seem to check my phone real quick for twitter or something
0: yeah and then you miss something and you know exactly like, oh wait M- what what's a table
1: spot they love to do the table spots picture in picture for whatever reason
0: yeah i don't know why i don't know why i'm glad the main event table spot was not in picture in picture
1: who's your wrestler of the night
0: miro For multiple reasons, he stepped up the short notice to fill in for Moxley, got the win tonight, even though he didn't seem to be all there. Um, You know, it takes a lot to go, Okay, look, I may not have anything this guy needs off. I'll gladly step in. I'll gladly do that. So Mm -hmm. I greatly appreciate Miro for that. And he put on a great show, even being a little off tonight. And Miro on TV is always a good thing.
1: I'm going to go with Andrade. Okay. Um, yes, he had to have helped to win. FTR helped him cheat to win, but big win over Cody Rhodes. Um, I'm glad he didn't get another loss under his belt, even though I'm a big Cody fan. I think that was the right move. And now I'm interested to see where the storyline is going next with him, Pac, uh, Cody, and, and Malachi. We should find out yeah. soon.
0: Yeah. Hopefully on Monday when I interview Malachi.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Um. So now I, I was going to do this. Based off of the card But I want to know We're both in Indy next week Dynamite's Uh in Indy next week Uh What is one match You want to see live next week
1: Well I'm excited to see a lot of guys I've never seen live I've never seen CM Punk I've never seen Brian Danielson live Very assuming we'll see both Since it's the go home show The go home Dynamite I should say For uh, Full Gear Even though Rampage will be live in Minneapolis Next Friday Uh, So back-to-back live rampages uh, this Friday in St. Louis and next Friday in Minneapolis, which is a nice switch-up. But uh, we saw a banner of a match, or a few last time we were there, Nick Jackson versus uh, Ray Phoenix. Darby versus Mox was the main event. We saw a good battle royal. Um, Man, I'm trying to think of a realistic match we could see next Wednesday. Hoping to see... Cody on the show. We didn't get to see him last time he was out. I know. Storyline injury attack after MGF Wardlow attacked him. But we saw him after the show was over. Um, didn't get to see Matt Jackson last time because um, he was taking out storyline injury when he got double powerbombed by Pr- um, Proud and Powerful. Oh, man. A match next week.
0: Or, okay, one, su- one, one Superstar.
1: Well, I've already named a lot, but uh, let's go with Adam Cole, baby. All
0: right. I'll do Punk. Yeah. I'm just i probably going to sing Cult of Personality louder than I will sing Judas if Inner Circle's there next week. Just saying.
1: I think we should see a majority of the guys we saw tonight because it's going to be the go-home dynamite. But I'm just interested to see what kind of matches. And I'm actually going to go check Twitter real quick while we're still on the air to make sure there hasn't been any
0: <laughs> match last announced. minute changes. Yeah, uh, why they we're like to,
1: why we're talking because they they do like to see do that sometimes. Oh yeah,
0: they'll wait till you know like ten thirty and release. Oh, this match is coming up. This match is coming up. Stay tuned for this match. And it's like really, you know, you could have given us some type of heads up before we're sitting here talking about it. Like uh, uh, when Sammy won the TNT title. They announced it during the commercial break at Roads to the Top. Right. The Bobby Fish segment.
1: I don't see anything except for Rampage this Friday face to face with Punk and Eddie Kingston, Bunny versus Red Velvet, Adam Cole versus Johnny Hungy. That's all I see. However, I don't see anything else.
0: Uh, I'm scrolling through, and uh, one of the fans that was in attendance tonight uh, shared a video about. Uh, Brian Danielson sharing a touching story about Brody Lee with us after the show tonight. So cool. that's always nice to see. Always like seeing those type of things. <laughs> and of course, uh, orange Cassidy's kind of over in the corner somewhere and TK's in the ring. I don't think did TK come out in Indy last time. No. Okay. All right. I want to see TK. Yeah. How about that? I, I think he does
1: that more often now. So, yep. Um, I gave you some homework. Before tonight's show you did uh, Busted open today on Sirius XM Was doing some fun things They were talking for a good majority of the show tonight About um, favorite theme songs All time in wrestling So they had callers calling in with favorite songs It was neat to hear them say their favorites From the 80's, favorite from the Attitude Era Favorite Now um, So that got me thinking, Paul I gave you a list of five You said you came up with ten So I'm kind of interested to hear the whole list now But I your did. favorite AEW theme songs
0: all right, my top five. CM Punk, Cult of knew Personality. Knew that was going to be on there. Uh, and these might be in order, I'm just okay. saying. Uh, Adam Cole. with uh, Another
1: good one. I mean, it was number one metal song on yeah. iTunes for a while, shortly yeah. after it was released.
0: This song, I actually was playing on the radio before it was ever used in AEW, and people told me I was crazy. Nobody knew that song, and then Jungle Boy started using... Great Tarzan boy and yep. people sing it all the time. I looked at my dad because he was one who said nobody knows that song from the eighties. I went, oh yeah, watch this. Played the video of everybody singing it, and he was Great like, eh, eh, eh. yeah. <laughs> um, and then I've got uh, Darby Allen. I've just always liked Good this one. song and uh, Judas from Jericho. So you want to involve in
1: that the crowd gets involved in?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Of course, I I just enjoy them. Mm-hmm. Um, rounding out my bottom five, the remainder of the top 10, Kenny Omega, Hangman, Adam Page, Cody, Dark Order, and Mox.
1: You, a lot of them you named are on my list. Um, (laughs) and I don't really have an order. Um, I would not have had the Dark Orders on there or Mox. I I mean, Wild Thing's fun, but I have some others I like more.
0: I was... I wasn't even thinking wild thing. I was thinking the unscripted oh, okay. violence that he used before that.
1: Okay. I gotta, I gotta be honest. I'm not huge on the bucks. song, super kick part Eight. I just wish they'd switch it up. Now that heels, especially, I mm-hmm. don't think that fits them very well. Um, one I love is Lance Archer's.
0: Okay. Yeah. Everybody I dies think about that. Yeah. I
1: hated it when he changed it for a little while. Yeah. I think most of Twitter did. And then he changed it back. Um, I liked FTR's previous one I haven't really warmed up to their new one yet I liked, I liked their previous one A lot um, I'm trying to think of some others I'm a big fan of Hangman's I like Britt Baker's a lot
0: Yeah, Doctor yeah. will
1: see you now I think that's really cool at the start Um, Oh, here's one I, I like Ethan Page's a lot
0: Okay, yeah, I can get behind these Got Ethan's. some good
1: rhymes in it Yeah, so Yep. Yeah,
0: can't but, get behind the acclaimed yet. It just I no. Know. I
1: mean, Max Gas still fire on the mic, but oh uh, yeah,
0: absolutely. It just it reminds me too much of uh, the Doctor Thugonomics. Yeah, I think
1: that's where they're going.
0: I, it by. is. Yeah, but uh, you know, it, it, so it's it's hard to get behind it because when I look at him, I see the Doctor Thugonomics. He's got the big chain on. He's got the hat. He's mm-hmm. got the microphone. And that's just what it reminds me of. I know they're not trying to do that exact gimmick; they're trying to do something a little newer, a little fresher, kind of letting him control it, unlike Cena, who was scripted. Um, but
1: yeah, are you a fan of Orange Cassidy? The Pixies?
0: <sighs> I like well, the nah, Pixies, really. but I don't know. It fits Cassidy; just the pace yeah. of the song fits him. I want. Them to bring back the best friends theme song. I mean, the beginning there, you know, down with the best friends. Yeah. I, it got me to pop.
1: It'll be interesting when Trent eventually comes back. I could see him pulling the heel turn with them, taking them out of the group. I
0: having could him because
1: he in the Wheeler.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, because he got injured again and uh, they replaced him like the following week. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd be okay with a heel turn.
1: I liked uh, Private Party's old theme.
0: Yeah. I don't really yeah. care
1: for their new one too much.
0: TH2's old theme was pretty good. Matt Hardy's had it. like
1: three themes in AEW already. This year? Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, a lot of good ones. A lot of good ones to choose from. Even Wardlow's got a good one. It's uh, yeah. more metal ish, but it's pretty good.
0: So, uh, thoughts on uh, the Super Clicks Halloween theme song? Did you get your free download of it?
1: I did not take advantage of it I oh. listened to it um, Both versions are Interesting um, The version they wanted to, go, wanted to go with Or they went with With uh, the Ghostbusters And the version they wanted to go with With the, the uh, Squid Games Which was an interesting BTE to say the least oh. um, I've yeah, never no. seen
0: an episode of Squid Games I, so I haven't watched I have it no clue
1: I haven't I haven't dove into it on, on Netflix. I might one of these days, but no. My girlfriend wants to watch it, but I've
0: I, I was lost. I saw about ten seconds of it, and the amount of profanity in that ten seconds, I was like, I cannot get behind this. I it mean, was a I, show. I, I it's don't been around for it. a
1: long time, and a lot of yeah. Netflix, a lot of uh, streaming services stuff didn't like it and didn't want to pick it up.
0: And Netflix finally said, "Eh,
1: okay." And then it just took some people watching it, liked it, and it's grown into the most watched Netflix series of all time. It's wild. But yeah, uh it's kind
0: of what happened with uh Tiger King too.
1: Yep, and now Tiger King I blame the pandemic coming out for in that like, in like two weeks. I know. Um but uh yeah, a lot of good bangers and 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 um in AEW.
0: Yeah, they've got some uh really good guys who put together a lot of great music. Uh, I think it's just Mikey one. mainly. Yeah. Ruckus. Yeah. Um, you know, who gets a phone call at five 30 and has a banger by, uh, you know, 10 30. It's impressive. <laughs> so yeah. Shout out to him for this awesome creativity with these theme songs.
1: So one, one last question I got for you, then, then we can wrap this up. I know we went a little longer than we anticipated, but yeah, uh, you know, all this ROH talent's available now. Unless they have contracts through until 2022, then they won't be available till March. Windham Tug goes out there. Do we see anybody debuting soon, maybe as soon as full gear?
0: I don't know if it'll be full gear. Um, I think the contracts are through the end of the year. They are. So, but there maybe there's a few that can negotiate out of it.
1: If if I understand it correctly, they're getting paid through the end of the year, but they can show up wherever because the Briscoes already showed up at GCW, won the tag team titles. Uh, Bandito showed up at GCW, so
0: Hmm.
1: I could, I mean. I could be wrong. I, I want to see the Briscoes in AEW. I know they can't sign them all, but the Briscoes are a team. I want to see them in AEW really bad.
0: Um, yeah, I can get behind that. Uh,
1: Gresham's another one I want to see in AEW. I want to see Dan Housen eventually. He's going to be on the men for a while with his broken leg. Again. Mince Warner and him in the same night. That's wild.
0: Yeah. Um, what do you think of King, Birdie King?
1: I think he's shooing. I think he. I mean, him and Alistair are already tag champs in uh, um, PWG, I believe.
0: Yeah, yeah, and you know his gimmick in ROH fits perfectly with the black, the House of Black. Mm-hmm. So I'd love to see the House of Black grow and add Birdie King.
1: I mean, you can't, you can't sign them all. And I know a lot of them will will sign Impact or NWA or maybe WWE. Um or New Japan, but I, don't, I thought I thought Wyndham would be uh, popped up in impact by now. Somewhere, um, hasn't been Adam Sheer, aka Braun Strowman. It they some people in Impact thought that was a done deal, and something something didn't happen there.
0: Something changed. So I don't know. I think I think a lot he's of talent still, out there. I think uh, Braun's still too much of a Vince guy to truly sign anywhere. I think he's looking at stuff and then, I don't know, I think in the back of his head he just goes, never mind.
1: Well, Wyndham, I think he's looking at some Hollywood opportunities as well.
0: Yeah, he'd be a great actor in a horror film. Yes, even not horror film related, I think he would be. I
1: I just got to think somebody's got to pop up a full gear because it seems like every AEW pay-per-view we either get a return of a talent who's been out for a while or a new debuting talent.
0: Yeah. Uh, if Wyndham comes in, what do you think they do with him?
1: Man, It depends. I I hope we get a brand new Wyndham. I don't really want the Left first version of Bray, why we got. I don't want the Fiend. I want something new because he's so creative. Um, I don't know what you do with him because I don't want him because I think the first version of... Of Bray Wyatt would be too much like Malachi, and I don't mm-hmm. want that. Um, right I don't know what you do with them. Paul that's that's a thing. I I, I I can't think what you do with them.
0: But does he step into his uh, friend's shoes temporarily? Which, Brody. Which,
1: yeah, that's that's a good point. Um,
0: Until you know, negative one is know, truly so able to years, get in that's the like ring.
1: ten years down the road, but yeah. Um, I don't know. That's a good... You could do that, I guess. But I...
0: Would you be okay if they did that?
1: I don't know if I want to see him be a face. It's hard for me to see him be a face. Even when he was a face with the whites, he didn't really feel like a face. It was just... They were going against heels. Um, I don't know. That's a good... I don't know. I'm, I'm more anxious after the ROH news when I was just... Fantasizing matchups with the Briscoes And all the great tag team talent And AEW got me really excited
0: Yeah yep.
1: Because those are two guys who I turn on ROH Yeah, it's hard for me to get into a lot of time But if the Briscoes are on, I'm watching Because they're that talented They're that entertaining They deserve to be seen and shown on a big stage
0: Yeah, I was uh, trying to See if there was any uh, Like Sneak peeks Tweets that you know suggested a possibility of something, but I'm not finding anything.
1: Just a lot of a lot of good wrestling talent out there that are free agents. It's going to be interesting to see where they wind up.
0: You know, I just thought of something as I'm scrolling through TikTok <laughs> or uh, Instagram. Excuse me, uh, she posted it from her TikTok debut. CJ Perry.
1: Yeah, I think that's going to happen. Um... I've been saying early 2022. I wouldn't mind two, one or two more debuts in 2021 to be okay. But like I think I mentioned it last week, gotta save something in the holster for 2022.
0: Yeah, because if you know you're going at this rate, you're going to have 150 people on your roster in no time.
1: You can only put a few faces on Mount Rushmore.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Leave it at that. Very good point. Um. Go check us out on social media at Tanner Lee92. Find myself at Paul Zartman nine two one. Find kicking out podcast at kicking out pod on all social media. You're you're trying to point I'm your trying dresses. to point
1: your screen and I can't get oh. my <laughs>
0: finger direction
1: to your handle. So there we go.
0: Right below me here. Mm-hmm. Um be sure to head over to Pro Wrestling Teams, buy some kicking out pod merchandise. Uh, We've got a Halloween design still up there.
1: Yep. It's going to be up there. So it's now, I guess, (laughs) not a Halloween design. It's a a fall design. There we go. There we
0: go. Maybe we'll get a red and green one up there ahead of Christmas. Eh, eh,
1: Maybe. (laughs) Maybe.
0: And, of course, um, be sure to like us on all social media platforms. Listen to us wherever you listen to your podcasts at. And if that happens to be Apple Podcast, give us a like and review. It helps us out.
1: And be on the lookout for Paul's interview with Malachi Black dropping next week. Um, I'm assuming there's going to be a full gear, uh, pre full gear media call sometime next week. Um, If so, we'll all be on that and and have that audio. And then uh, join us live next Thursday Thursday night time to be determined, and probably a little earlier than we usually do these, since there's no Dynamite, but uh, Paul and I will be live at Dynamite in Indianapolis, Indiana next Wednesday night. That's why we won't be going live on Wednesday, but we'll be live next Thursday. Not only recap Dynamite, but also give our full gear predictions. So looking forward to that. So
0: that way my belt can come home to me. False. Truth. I don't speak falsehoods. Yes, you do. <laughs>
1: Falsehoods. <Good one. laughs> oh, and but with uh, last thing I want to say, yeah, uh, uh, get better mocks. Thoughts and prayers with you and, and Renee Absolutely. and Nora and your family and friends, like I said, start of the program. Uh, glad he's getting the help he needs and can't wait to see him back in the ring eventually.
0: And like Punk said, if you need help of any type, reach out to a family member, a friend, a loved one, someone. Uh, send us a message on Twitter if you need somebody to talk to. Sure. We'll help you out don't uh don't do anything stupid we'll just put it that way well said and uh on that note join us again next thursday as we kick out another podcast